0: check it out right now at gitladka.com. Ticketinghub.com. They help big companies, event companies like Emerson Gamebox and Secret Food Tours process ticket sales. They're doing about uh, $50,000 per month right now in revenue up from $15,000, $15,000 just a year ago, serving 250 customers as they're coming out of COVID strong. They've got over 90,000 bucks in the bank, 10,000 bucks a month in profit. And we love Carl because he's 100% bootstrapped. Hey, folks, my guest today is Carl Peel. He's the founder of Ticketing Hub, a successful serial entrepreneur who's selected to take part in the BBC series The Last Millionaire. His first business during high school promoting nightclub events to the young elite of Paris did well. And while studying engineering at King's College in London, he established an entrepreneur society and launched a bespoke exotic accessories brand called Monte Monte Napoleon. Is that what that is, Carl? Yes, it is. But now focused on TicketingHub.com, cloud reservation software for tours and activities. Carl, you ready to take us to the top? I am. All right. Very cool. All right. So, so taking Give me an example of a sort of a tour company or activity company that uses you today.
1: So we currently do the reservation software for secret food tours. Uh, they are the largest food tour in the world. They operate in 67 cities around the world, and they use us to manage all of their um, ticket sales, distribution, point of sale. Um, so we're Shopify, if you want, for tickets.
0: And how do you price? Is it a percentage GMV of secret food tours or is it a flat fee or what? It's a
1: percentage, yeah. We're on a 3% fee and then enterprise clients get discounts. So another example of client is uh, Immersive Gamebox. They're the biggest VR company in the world. They operate in uh, 15 locations worldwide and opening three new ones. And they have the uh, the license for Squid Games and Angry Bird.
0: Interesting. So um, your largest customers, how low can they get that fee? 1%? 2%?
1: It's all negotiable. Uh, we're a startup, uh, but generally, one and a half percent, I would say, is, is, is very, is probably our lowest tier.
0: Okay, and any flat fee just to sign up, or it's all percent of sales?
1: Uh, all percent of sales, but we do have customers that prefer a flat fee, and it's calculated on the percentage basis.
0: Interesting. So, what would you say the average customer pays you per month?
1: Uh, average customer is uh, is around two hundred.
0: Okay. And what does that mean? What What volume are they usually doing in terms of ticket sales? Would that be something like $7,000 in ticket sales per month?
1: Honestly, we we capture everyone. Our system is so easy to use that we allow like small businesses that do 5, 10 ticket sales uh, up to people that do a few million.
0: No, no, I know that. But if someone's paying you $200 a month on average, and that's 3% of their total volume, well, $200 times 33 would be $7,000 in GMV per month on average per account. Yes interesting. Okay, very cool. Give me the backstory here. When did you launch? What year?
1: Well, we launched uh, 10 years ago. Um, So I started a company called Lost in London. And uh, so I tried to set up a social network for students. But obviously, you all know Facebook, and I failed miserably. And uh, I I learned a lot from that experience. And I started Lost in London. And we created a social uh, platform for language schools. So we were selling events, nightclubs, attractions, tours, and activities to those schools. And we were printing tickets in our office and giving them to the schools. So they never had the right amount of tickets. It was always complicated to manage. And uh, we decided to uh, go digital. Uh, we went to a ticketing company. They charged us a 20K setup fee and a 200,000 ticket a year uh, minimum um, at a set fee. And uh, none of our uh, clients wanted to use it. And they tried to sue us to um, because we didn't actually do the numbers. And... Uh, so then I went back to the drawing board. I hired a developer, and he built this uh, this backend for all the schools to log in. And uh, we bought a company called Mini Cards that are advertising displays in in hotels and hostels. What year did you so pay? All the hotels, did you buy that? Um, almost nothing because it was it was pretty much not working. So I probably paid like 15, 20 k to buy it. What year? Um, I don't rem- remember. Uh, oof, that was probably 2000. 10, I think, something like
0: that. And what value did you see in that? Why not just spend 20 grand yourself and build a a version from scratch?
1: So the the reason why um, we bought mini cards is because uh, mini cards had access to all these hotels that we didn't have access to. And it would give us uh, an opportunity to give this platform, this kind of like concierge platform to them. So we were already working with a hundred schools. We also worked with universities like SOAS and King's organizing the, the international student social program. And, and then we saw this, this opportunity to extend to these, these hotels and mini card was the perfect platform. Um, companies were paying to advertise. And on top of that, we would have the opportunity to sell our tickets. Um, what we didn't foresee um, is that students started photocopying our tickets and because none of the attractions actually scanned third-party tickets. Uh, people were let through and we had to pay for those. So the company almost went under. It was, it was a massive nightmare. And that's when I realized there is no hub for tickets. There's no way to connect distribution and supplier. And, and we're talking this, you know, 10 years ago. Um, and so that's why we, we, we decided to first launch a little scanner that would uh, connect to Expedia, TripAdvisor, et cetera, and allow the suppliers or the museums of St. Paul's, uh, Merlin to scan the tickets secret food and
0: tours it. have to pay you for the hardware, the scanner.
1: Uh, no, so everything is out of the box. So you use an iPhone and Android, and then you just buy your own um, sum up device, uh, um, or iZettle, and then a printer if you need it. Okay.
0: And so fast forward to today, obviously, a compelling story here, but how many customers are, are paying you today?
1: So we have between 250 and 300 customers at the minute. Mm-hmm.
0: So can we take 250 times an average of 200 bucks a month, you're doing about 50,000 a month in revenue? Exactly. That's awesome. Where were you exactly one year ago? Do you remember? Uh,
1: one year ago, we were uh, we were just coming out of the pandemic, and we were doing about uh, two hundred thousand.
0: That's still pretty impressive year. coming out of the, out of the pandemic. Yeah, so you're doing like fifteen thousand a month in terms of run. Right now, you're doing five zero grand, so really healthy growth. But I mean, who was using you during the pandemic? No one. <laughs> yes, yeah, so where did that money come from?
1: Uh, so, uh, I learned how to do SEO and we signed the biggest zoo in the UK, um, and they paid us a monthly fee. So they actually kept us going, uh, during the pandemic because we who were was three the people on the team. Um, zoos were open. It was actually one of the, the, the only places cause like, uh, the UK was open to the public. So you couldn't actually go inside, but a zoo was outside, so they were actually doing really, really well.
0: Interesting. That's really funny. Okay. So, so you've done this now, you're doing $600,000 in terms of run rate and how many folks are on the team today?
1: And uh, now we're nine people.
0: Nine people. And have you bootstrapped this or did you decide to raise capital?
1: Completely bootstrapped.
0: Oh, I love that. So you own
1: 100%? I own 100%, yes. That's
0: awesome. I love that. Uh, any plans to raise or you want to stay bootstrapped?
1: Um, I want to stay bootstrapped for, for a little longer. Um, I want to reach the the million cap or or 1.5 uh, and then look to raise. Uh, to be honest, we have money in the bank now. Um, I'm um, I'm making a profit every month. So how much minute, profit per uh, month? Uh, not much. So on my accounts for the last six months, we're at uh, ninety thousand in, in net profit on awesome. uh, three hundred and something. Yeah,
0: that's awesome. So, so, it's a, so you're, profiting really like, you're profiting like you're profiting like five or ten grand a month right
1: now, something like that. Yeah, something like that.
0: That's interesting. Man, if, huh? <laughs> if someone if someone if someone came by and offered you uh, two million all cash up front, do you sell? No. You said that quickly. Yes. Why so quick?
1: Uh, the opportunity in the market, is, the, the market for tours and activities is 254000000000 billion. Um, we've taken customers from the largest um, tour booking systems. And uh, we have a simple system that's easier to use. We're half price. Um,
0: yeah, but you've been doing it for 10 years. So you've been doing it for 10 years, though, and you're under a million in revenue. So I
1: had a problem with a co-founder. Uh, who basically started his competing business, hacked our platform, uh, told all my clients at one point I didn't even have developers for three months. So I survived that and I only got him out of the business in October 2019. So I only Why did, really What did you do that made him hate up. you so much? Uh, uh, it's a, it was a very complicated relation. He was very arrogant um, and I got the largest contract. So we got the City Sightseeing worldwide contract. And he was not able to deliver them. And then he went behind my back and tried to do a deal with them, which didn't work. And then he set up his own business. And you know, I kind of want to forget about him. But um, yeah, after that, he hacked our platform. I have all the IP. I went to the police. I did all these things. And nobody did anything. And uh, I managed to buy him out because his lawyer made a mistake. Uh, he wanted me to sign an NDA saying that I, you know, not to discuss anything that's happened. And I never signed it and got 100% of the shares. So I really started pushing Ticketing Hub. Well, what October did you pay? What did you pay to get him out? Uh, 15,000.
0: And you feel like that was, how much did he own?
1: 50%? 50%.
0: Okay. So you bought it, you paid yeah. 15,000 to get 5,0% equity back. What year was that?
1: Um, that was in October, 2019.
0: And why did it take so long? I mean, it sounds like this was going on for years.
1: Um, because he didn't want to sell without me saying, signing this agreement because he's hacked us. He's done a lot of illegal things and uh, he didn't want me to discuss it. Um, we're, we're competing in the same industry, actually.
0: So, so, so you didn't sign it, which is why you can talk about it now. Correct. That's so funny. Um, are you competitive? Who's going to win?
1: Um, I think we're, we're going for different verticals now. Um, he specialized in hop on, hop off buses and created this very complicated system. I want to do the opposite. Uh, I want to do a very simple and cheap system for 40, 50% of the market. Uh, I think the market is big enough to have, uh, multiple players in the industry, so I, I, don't, we don't see, well, I don't see him as a competition. Maybe he's going to try to come into our game soon, but um, not for the moment.
0: How do you make sure he's not going to get jealous of you and hack you again?
1: Uh, I mean, now we've put everything in place. Um, before, you know, I'm, I'm not a technical person. So he was able to control the domain because uh, he had access to Cloudflare. So he managed to steal all our historical emails um, in the company. So there's a lot of things that he was able to do. Now, you know, I have a team of uh, five developers full-time. So I don't think it'll be as easy for him to to access the platform and we've changed the system has changed a lot in in, in 5 years.
0: So you told your tech team watch out for this IP address blacklisted.
1: Oh we were completely. <laughs> no no we, we saw it logging in from other accounts and uh, we have all the trail and absolutely everything and what's crazy is that the police don't do anything about that.
0: Yeah, what would they wh- why do you think they don't do anything?
1: Uh I think they they don't see it as a crime. Uh I think cybercrime is not really, you know, until it gets to like a large scale is not really seen the same way. Like all of these calls I'm getting saying that uh HMRC is following me and that I'm gonna go to jail and I love staying on the phone with these guys for about an hour and telling them that I'm an old lady and I don't understand. What? Uh ah, yes. <laughs> Um, so I think, yeah, I, I think they, they, they focus more on, on, on crimes. And if you, if you ever get robbed uh, or someone comes to your house, which I I really don't wish, um, there was a a friend of mine that told me, just tell them that you see a gun and within two minutes, the police will be there. If you tell them you can see someone, you know, in your garden, they'll say, yeah, yeah, we'll send someone a patrol in in an hour or two. Um, that's
0: funny. Interesting. Okay. So nine people on your team today, fiber engineers, um, your bootstrap. This is great. Any plans to buy other small companies like you did with the first one?
1: Uh, potentially, um, we're, we're more interested in, in, in building auxiliary services that can plug into other systems. Um, and that's what we're working on now because we have extra cash. Uh, and right now we're refactoring our code so we can't hire more developers, um, because we have very, very senior developers working on this. Uh, once that's kind of uh, made out all the all the systems a bit independent, uh, we'll be able to um, we'll be able to hire more. In the meantime, we're just building like really simple one one off uh, kind of system um, that solves the problem that we or other reservation systems don't solve.
0: Yeah, yeah, very cool. Well, listen, we're rooting for you. On that note, let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, favorite book.
1: Uh, favorite p- power persuasion, uh, Cialdini.
0: Yep, that's a good one. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying?
1: I really like so in my industry, it's Fr- Frédéric Lalonde, uh, who's the founder of Hopper. Um, I find what he's done with data incredible, and I want to kind of replicate that in some way.
0: Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building ticketing hub?
1: Uh, Surfer SEO is awesome. Uh, yep, I think they're... it's really, really great.
0: They're great. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get on uh, every night?
1: Four or five.
0: Okay, five. And situation, married, single kids?
1: Uh, girlfriend.
0: Okay, and how old are you?
1: I'm 39.
0: Last question. Something you wish you knew when you were 20.
1: Oh, uh, <laughs> to spend Bitcoins differently. <laughs> uh
0: that's a, good, that's a good reason. Guys, there you have it, ticketinghub.com. They help big companies, event companies like Emerson Gamebox and Secret Food Tours process ticket sales. They're doing about uh, $50,000 per month right now on revenue, up from $15,000, $15,000 just a year ago, serving 250 customers as they're coming out of COVID strong. They've got over 90000 bucks in the bank, 10000 bucks a month in profit. And we love Carl because he's 100% bootstrapped. Carl, thanks for taking us to the top.
1: Thanks so much, Nathan.